So where do we begin? Where did I begin? Well, it wasn't dating, because since I was moving soon, that was a really inconvenient time to literally fall in love. And if I couldn't control when it did happen, I thought maybe I could control when it didn't happen. Now, to see a path forward, I felt like I needed to get really honest about where I was and what I was currently spending my time and energy on. So like any New Year's Day, I did a bit of a reflection exercise where I take my journal and my calendar and I basically write one sentence per month of the previous year. And that just gives me this summary of big events and milestones and just what emotionally was going on in my life. And it gives me this holistic picture of where I was expending my energy. And so in the years prior, because the pandemic years were a bit longer than than one, you know, I had gone on quite a few dates, but I had committed very little. I was pretty focused on figuring out what I wanted to do for a career and where I was going to live. Now that felt sorted and I did what we all do after getting what we want. I picked a new thing to want and I wanted more love, healthier love and overall better relationships with myself and other people. I'm Riley and you're listening to Everything But Love, a story about the year I spent falling in love or trying to figure out how. Listen in on the uncomfortable questions I ask myself and others about what it means to be truly ready for love and at peace in its pursuit. I was ready to put in the coveted inner work and self-development. And I wanted to do that before I started dating again so that I was ready and perfect. I mean, better prepared than I was before. So how did I do that? Well, I had a bit of help because I had used something with surprising success to figure out my dream job and this new place that I wanted to live. And it was called To Be Magnetic. Now, it's marketed as a manifestation formula, but essentially it's a series of workshops and meditations to help you get out of your own way and shift the energy that you're putting towards the things that you want but don't have. I found it by searching the phrase limiting self-beliefs on Apple Podcasts because that phrase came up when I was, get this, researching the link between procrastination and perfectionism when I felt really stuck in my career search and I was procrastinating sharing my portfolio. And I couldn't figure out why, so I obviously Googled it. It was fascinating. Self-help content wasn't that new to me, but this blew everything I'd read out of the water. It wasn't like a book that I had read and implemented a few things and then put down and forgot about and never thought of again. It was like learning a new language and adopting this toolkit and it just gave me this new way of looking at challenges and my own feelings that I had never considered before. It was honestly really empowering. And everything boiled down to the concept of self-worth and your deep-rooted beliefs. If those were off or not aligned with this thing that you wanted, it wasn't happening. There are honestly a lot of steps and time that goes into actually doing the workshops from start to finish. And I'll go into some more specific detail, but it all starts with awareness of the beliefs and assumptions that you're operating from. 
And this time I needed to look at it from the lens of love and not career. So what did I believe about love? I had no idea how to answer that. What do you think? There's definitely a difference between love and being in love or romantic love. Like love is just a way of being. You just do things out of love because it feels good to you and to others. And then being in love, I don't I don't even know if I can comment on that because I am so far away from knowing what that is. I love you can look, feel, and sound like a lot of things. It can look like good morning and good night phone calls, making sure you eat enough and drink enough water. It can sound like be safe, stay warm, sleep well, or call me if you need anything. It can feel like always having someone in your corner, that you're someone's first call or first text, or having someone who believes in you no matter what. But you know, you, you learn how to love someone based on what you see in your family, especially with your parents. My mom told me that maybe I'd never been in love before, and I didn't actually have any idea of what love was. and. I would know when I felt it. And of course, she's my mom, so I thought she was full of shit. However, upon meeting my current girlfriend, I think maybe she had actually been right um, because the love I'm feeling now is something that I've never experienced before. The more that I asked, the more that I realized that we all had these different beliefs that were operating from, which were a mixture of feelings and thoughts mostly formed from experience. So what experiences shaped my beliefs? That seemed like a powerful question to ask. I started with the obvious, parents and caretakers. What did I learn from those experiences? My parents got married very young. They met in high school. They built a house together, a beautiful life, and... In my biased opinion, they've raised two great kids. My parents are reliable and hardworking and thoughtful. And they came from parents who were also married very young, worked really hard as a team to build a life, and by all accounts seemed to have successful lives and marriages. So that was easy. By that logic, I should probably already be married uh, and have a couple kids and have built my own house by now. So, um, why didn't I? Even though I was a happy kid, surrounded by what society calls successful and happy relationships, how could I not believe that that was possible for me? But there's a lot of research to support that despite things on the surface looking fine or happy, our developing brains absorb a lot from not just our parents and caretakers, but from our peers and society. We are these little sponges absorbing lessons. And why is that? It's to keep us safe. And to make sure that we're loved and cared for. Here's an example from another powerful influence, the media. Two of my favorite Disney movies growing up were Aladdin and The Lion King. I don't know that I recall identifying with the men in those movies um, especially as it sort of pertained to love. Looking at it as an adult seems quite problematic, actually. Aladdin, you have someone who could not be himself, didn't like who he was, felt shame about who he was, didn't feel like he was good enough, and goes to huge lengths to be someone else uh, in order to feel good enough to be with the princess. And at the end, 
you know, he has to sort of come clean with who he was, but he lied the whole time. That's it's a very interesting thing to look at now because the resolution is less clear to me than the problem, if that makes sense. Not only does that make sense, but it summarizes so much of this reflection phase. How could something so well-meaning, like a Disney movie, actually influence our beliefs? Is that even possible? Well, I didn't have to look very far to answer that question, because this reflection exercise was right in front of me. I could very clearly see where I was spending my time and my energy, and it wasn't in a relationship building a life with some other person. It was making more money and trying to find a career that I felt was fulfilling and focusing on my independence and moving somewhere that just I wanted to live. So if you looked at my actions as a reflection of my beliefs, you'd think that I actually value career and security and stability maybe over a relationship. So where did that belief come from? What in my life could have possibly been telling me that that was more important? Not to name names, but the best example that I can think of is my Oma. And then he asked me if I would be interested to come to Canada. And I said, oh, I don't know. And my father was against it. That's my middle namesake, Joanna, reflecting on how she felt the moments before she decided to move to Canada for a man she had only met a handful of times. And the marriage was not all she had dreamt it up to be on that 11-day boat journey overseas, but a mixture of pride and lack of financial resources had her feeling like she didn't have a lot of options. Now, understanding her story as an adult makes it really clear to me why, as a kid, I felt like all that I would hear was, do well in school, get good grades, get a good job. Be independent and make your own money and don't rely on anyone for anything. It seems to me now that the core belief she formed through her experience and potentially passed down to me was that money equals freedom and commitment and potentially marriage equals stuck. Maybe this is dramatic. What am I really doing except for making a bunch of assumptions? Who's to say that this belief or any of the other ones that I find in this treasure hunt are going to impact my future relationships? Well, there was a next step in this whole awareness piece, and it was analyzing your past romantic relationships. This is my first podcast and creative project. So if you want to follow along and hear some behind the scenes details on what's gone into creating this, you can join my Substack, where I'll send out an email with each episode. If you'd like to send me your own love note, you can find me on Instagram. And of course, the old leave a review and subscribe feels like a virtual hug. So if you're in the mood to spread some love, do that. I'm Riley, and you've been listening to Everything But Love. Till next time. I didn't ghost you. I was, I was busy. Maybe you, you know what? We're drunk, and maybe this is just a wave that's going to wash over it's not. cares. No, no. I just, I, I just love him the most. Is that because you're avoidant? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'd never been in love before. I think I love myself more than I can ever love anyone else. This is the guy. This is it. This is the If you're chasing someone, 
that means that they have to be running away. I've never felt like this about another human. It is terrifying, it is exciting, and I can't wait to see what happens next.